Hey, this is Brett Miller with the NWFA, joined again here with Sprig Lynn of Universal Floors out of Washington, D.C. Um, thanks again, Sprig, for joining us, uh, where today we'll be talking a little bit more in detail on selling craftsmanship to the customer, as well as taking your business to the next level. In addition, we're also going to talk a little bit about the NWFA Certified Craftsman Program that has was launched a couple years ago and and uh, Sprig has some great insight on his thoughts on that program. So Sprig, the market that you're in is very unique. Your your employees that you have working for you, uh, the builders you work for, um, some of your customers being government buildings, um, very well-known government historical buildings. What would your advice be to somebody? We teach the majority of our schools that we teach are teaching people how to from the beginning through the intermediate level and intermediate's not necessarily a great word, but it's the every day that people learn about laying a straight floor or a floor on diagonal or including elements to that floor design like borders or even pattern work like uh, herringbone or, or a chevron pattern. But when you start getting into that, your costs go up, your time goes up, but the customer quality of that customer also goes up and what they're willing to pay. How do you corner that market? What would your advice be, um, not necessarily to corner the market, but to get somebody who's at our schools, at that intermediate level school and up, to understand that this is a business mentality, that you're no longer in the rat race, and now is when you start getting into a whole new ballgame of our trade? Well, we're fortunate to be in Washington, D.C., and basically Washington, D.C. is not recession-proof, but usually the last to get hit by a recession and the first to recover. There's a lot of money in D.C. Uh, we work in some of the finest homes, finest buildings, White House, Supreme Court, Vice President's House, you name it, and that area can support craftsmen. But there's the, the fellow from Billings, Montana. He couldn't give away a herringbone floor or a medallion if he wanted to. But guess what? He's come to the National Wood Flooring Association. He's done his time. He educated himself, and they can't take his ability away from him. So there's nothing wrong with this fellow, and it's fantastic for him to link up with people in New York City, Washington, D.C., you name it. They could come in and work and make great money and fly on back home. And if they do that once a year, twice a year, 10 times a year, there's nothing wrong with them filling in where they can utilize this skill. They're basically a mercenary. They're for hire. And there's limited people with the ability that you can bring in. So we, we've actually work together with a lot of true professionals and we'll get together on a very complex job and we'll all get together and they'll fly in, they get paid and everybody has a great time and we create something awesome. And what that does for me is one is it creates a larger craftsman pool of people, which we're always looking for. And it doesn't really take away from my core labor force for a particular job because we have jobs that come up and uh, they want them done as soon as possible. Very demanding jobs. Some are high security jobs. 
But these people from parts of the United States that don't have the demand for high, high, very complicated work, they don't have to. They can come to the work, which is fantastic. So that's another reason why the National Wood Flooring Association is absolutely incredible. It's not so much you pay a membership. It's all the people you connect with. They all can help you 100%. So what advice would you have about how to, if you've got a customer that their creativity goes as far as what they see on Pinterest or on, on the TV or in a magazine, and a lot of times that's what we do. We, we replicate something that somebody sees and thinks they want. But if somebody just wants something, one of the challenges we have is we need to make sure that they stick with real wood and not something that looks like wood. But how do you go about selling the craftsmanship that's taught at these high-level schools to the customer? I, I really think people really get excited when they see you're excited about their project, the enthusiasm that you have, the excitement you have for their job. So people selling this uh, so-called fancy floor should really know the basis of uh, proportions. It's not, hey, look what I can create. It has to flow well with the floor, with the house. You have to know how they want to design it, what's their likes, Maybe they're ultra-modern. Maybe they're very traditional. All these things come into what you're going to offer. Not, hey, look what I can do with wood. It's got to flow well in the house or the property. So if you want to start out small, a basic fireplace band is joined together at two miters. You can start out with, by putting a bow tie. It just adds a little class to it. And it really looks looks beautiful. So, and we also, sometimes uh, it's a family home and they're taking up the floor or we collect wood from a house, a major renovation. It's an antique floor. Instead of throwing it away, we'll take that floor and create a basket weave or, or something of that sort that attaches them to their house, and they, they become part of the process. If a customer becomes part of the process, they, they get excited as well. Uh, I, I've been to houses where they thought a wood floor of a design was too expensive, but then at the end of the project, they didn't go with the floor, and you look up and they got an $80,000 chandelier. So visual aids and physical aids, physical samples are an incredible way you can talk all day long, but if you make small mock-ups of corners, even a basic border, and if you if you don't have the resources, you can make feature strip from a nosing. You can rip that nosing down in nice walnut feature strip, you name it, and you can drop in a, a inlay into a dining room and around a fireplace. You got to start out small and build your confidence up. And you can basically, once you get excited about it, these people will part with the money. That's great advice. I think it's it's a market that you guys have mastered. Your business obviously stands stands for itself and what you guys 
continue to do with the, the history and, and, and everything you've done for your business. And I tell you what you guys do for our industry, even though it's specific to your market, it's a great precedence for others in the industry to lean towards and be a part of when they can. Well, no one has a blank check. There's very, very few customers that come in and say, do this, send me a bill. So everything's negotiated out. Sometimes you have to plant seeds. You see an orchard full of trees and full of fresh apples ready to be picked off the vine. It had to be planted. It had to be trimmed. It had to uh, go through a long process. So if you have a a builder and he has a, a spec home that he's trying to sell, and you can add herringbone to the foyer at very little cost or the same as a strip floor, you're going to help that guy sell that house. And in turn, that will sweeten the pot. It's between you and three guys, and you're going to put herringbone, and you learn how to cut up herringbone with your leftover short pieces from the National Wood Flooring Association that you learn. You can create herringbone's probably the easiest floor to create out of shorts. Uh, a lot of times we'll create soldier courses, borders, and herringbone from the short pieces, cut them, make them on the job site. So we've just taken our short pieces, increased the average length in the floor, and created something that someone pays us good money for. So my advice is you start out with herringbone. Herringbone is timeless. Everyone likes herringbone to a certain degree, and you can do borders, which are basically reasonably priced. But also uh, what we've found, another niche is a lot of people do elaborate tile work in powder rooms. So we've taken patterns, basket weaves, you name it, of tile work and said, let us emulate that in your powder room. So now you've just made a very small area. You're not going to spend too much time making it. And you just created a wood floor. Most powder rooms are on the first floor. And you've just eliminated the ceramic tile or porcelain tile. And you've created a nice warm wood floor. And it's a good start. Smaller areas are better. And when people create medallions or make medallions, it doesn't just have to be a medallion. A large circular room is a credible place to create not a medallion. It basically turns into a parquet in a, in a large room. But uh, bending wood is another. It barely costs you any money. Saw blade and some glue and a little bit of plywood, and you can bend anything. On that note, and just to expand a little bit on that, we were just talking out there a little bit about our certified master craftsman program and each one of the skill sets that we've defined, um, including bending wood and patterned floors and medallions and marquetry and you know everything that's involved in becoming a, a certified craftsman. Where do you see, we've developed these specialty badges that people can assign themselves that are basically qualifications that they are, they've perfected that skill set. They've perfected the skill set of building a medallion or bending wood um, or creating circles or oval ovals with jigs, um, which is why we have schools that are designed for teaching the necessary skill sets to, to understand the concepts. Where could you see those types of qualifications be used, 
you had mentioned the architect and, and the specification industry or side of our industry. You, you got to go out and toot your own horn at the end of the day. You go in that architect's office. Now, some of them are going to reject you. Some of them even want to talk to you. But you get in there and talk to them. And you tell them your qualifications. And it doesn't cost them a dime to write in the specifications. They want a certified master craftsman or advanced master craftsman. You name it with NWFA. First of all, you got to educate them who you are and what you're about. At the end of the day, that architect or that designer is going to get an extremely extremely beautiful executed job at the end of the day the customer is going to get a professional job you do not have to drag one of these certified nwfa people across the finish line they're going to run across that finish line full speed which is so important this sets you aside these certifications than 99% of the people doing floors in the nation. And once you get that certification, if you move anywhere in the United States, it's going to go with you. You take that knowledge with you. The more you learn, the more you earn. So that certification is just a piece of paper, but it's not just a piece of paper. It's knowledge. And knowledge is money. Knowledge is power. Knowledge will get you Jobs that you never thought you'd get before, but you got to educate the professionals in your area, who you are and what you're about. It's a win-win situation for everyone, the customer, the architect, the designer, you, your business, your boss, you name it. That's perfect. And I think you hit something on the head that before I came to work for NWFA, I volunteered a lot of time on committees and through schools. And one of the big discussions was, where's the marketing? NWFA should be marketing me as a certified professional. And what I've come to realize since working here and being in charge of the certification program is that all certification is, is a marketing tool. There's plenty of qualified craftsmen that are out there that aren't engaged with NWFA or aren't engaged in our training. They're self-taught or they've been taught by generations before them, and, and they're doing well. But what we've done, and I think our role as a, an organization, is to give the qualifications for somebody to get to the point where they have been validated. And what we've done with Certified Installer, Certified Sand and Finisher, and our entire Certified Master Craftsman program, each of the seven specialty skill sets has given people the tools to validate themselves and use that as a marketing tool to their customer, whether it's the architect or the homeowner or the Supreme Court, the people making the decisions. Brett, you and our organization has set the groundwork, a rock-solid groundwork for the members to elevate themselves in their education, which turns into money, which turns into fulfillment and happiness. You can't beat it. This is going to explode. This is the nucleus of something so fantastic. And I've been around the floor industry a long time. I've never seen anything like it. It's absolutely incredible. If somebody doesn't take advantage of this knowledge, most people in this industry, years pass, by the time they're extremely knowledgeable, they're too old to do much. 
now we're bringing in the young people and the trades are coming back. The whole nation is turning around. It's not just a degree in college. Some people need to work with their hands and their mind, but NWFA teaches you to work with your hands and your mind. You put them both together. It's not, you're not going to stop these people. You got a tsunami coming. The pool of craftsmen out there that could do anything in the wood floor industry was dwindling down to a, a drip throughout the nation. There was always a pocket of somebody that could do anything. Now it's just exploding. There is so many people hungry for this knowledge, and it's just getting better and better. Incredible. Absolutely. I'm so daggone excited about it. It's, it's just fantastic. My kids are going to come into the program. They're 15 and 17. And uh, I'm telling you, you learn this knowledge you can go anywhere in the United States. You could pick up another career down the road, but you can always come back to it. That's right. I think that's what they always say. Once you're in this industry, you're hooked. It's hard to get out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, uh, you know, basically it comes down to it's a piece of wood. We cut it, and we sand and finish it. It's just how well you, you can do that and how well you can market it. My dad always says it's a, you know, it's a saw. You can cut it, cut the wood any any way you want, but you got to know how to cut it, when to cut it, what species. So you got to keep educating yourself. I'm telling you, uh, the the amount of expertise in our nation is really coming back, and it's all you, NWFA, and your whole team is absolutely incredible. That's the story that people really don't completely. No, but they will know. Most people's question is, how much is the membership? You meet a lot of people in this organization, and that's a treasure trove to get through any situation. Knowledge is the power, and this is where it all comes from right here. It's the building block of how to really be successful in this business. It's all laid out for you. Sprig, thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure to, to see you and have you a, a part of our organization. Uh, I really appreciate your time and your, your wisdom and insight that you shared. And hopefully we'll uh, be able to do this again sometime soon. Brett, thank you 100%. I'm so excited to give back anytime, anyplace, anywhere to this industry. It's been very good to me my entire life and my family. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.